0: Hello, it's Mike here once again from the Editing Bay. Uh, As you know, last week we ended our episode a little bit early because it runs very long, almost three hours. uh, So last week was part one, and right now you're listening to part two. If you haven't listened to part one, please go to our Spotify, our SoundCloud, or our Apple Podcasts, and do go and listen to that. Uh, otherwise, this will make very little sense because we'd make a lot of comparisons between the two pitches. They it turns out they were very similar. Uh, so yeah, here is part two of pitch a Pokemon region two electric pump boogaloo or whatever it was called. <laughs> Welcome back to Pitch Intense, the Found statement pitching podcast for part two of our uh, new Pokemon region special, our our COVID-19 special, as it were. Uh, I'm always Mike.
1: And I'm always Darren.
0: Now, in the last episode, uh, you heard Darren walk through his Canada-inspired Pokemon region. And in this second part, we're going to be walking through my new region. Uh, There is a visual element to this. Um, You can see that in the episode... Uh, notes down below there'll be a link uh, i might actually put a link to the other episode as well so you can go and see darren's and go and get his documents and it'll all be good right then darren so uh, this is as as intended now hopefully because there's going to be some visual and audio elements and i want darren to hear it you'll be able to hear it when you go through this yourself uh, because this is a presentation so first <laughs> up this is this is how i imagine that these games would get announced. So, here we go. Okay. Oh, oh, it's a whole thing. Can you you hear this, Darren? I cannot hear it. Uh, Okay, well, there's some Pokémon music playing. Okay. Uh, And here's uh, Sunakazu Ishihara, who's welcoming you to this Pokémon Direct, and he would like to share some very special news with you today. Uh, Pokémon trainers across the globe have already enjoyed many adventures, in various regions of the pokemon world most recently in gala the home of pokemon sword and pokemon shield and along the way trainers have encountered many different pokemon i'm doing ishihara's voiceover if you couldn't tell um and experienced stories all their own and now in 2022 a new journey will begin for all of you and we've prepared this special presentation to prepare you for your next adventure please Take a look. Can you hear this music? I cannot. Ah, uh, mate, I'm going to have to send you this. Okay, That's so fine. in 2022, experience the next evolution of Pokemon. Oh, Christ. Welcome to the, Toma, the Tomia region. Um, I wish you could hear this. I can because it is, <laughs> it is a Pokemon sound font version of the USSR theme. Oh,
1: that sounds like the greatest thing!
0: It's so... I'll send it you later. Uh, So, obviously, it is based on Russia. Oh, wow. A vast region split in two. Not quite down the middle, we'll go into that. Uh, In West Tomir and East Tomir. A traditional Pokemon experience and a brand new open world, both in the same game. Oh! Uh, uh, two, well, one congruous map, split in two, one with a traditional route setup, and the other one as a Breath of the Wild inspired open world.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Introducing your starters for the region, we have... <gasps> o, a ...starter. We have Smoke Smokub, the fire starter, and Narsmall, the water starter.
1: Did you get art done?
0: Uh, no, uh, that's all fake hey, Man art. Oh, okay. Um, also featured the, the, the two main features for these games. First up, the cyber typing. Ooh. Typings that, uh, well, Pokemon that you may know from other games that take on this typing include the Plank line, which now becomes a steel cyber, the Magnazone evolution, which is now electric and cyber, and all the Porygon line, which stops being fucking normal, and <laughs> is now cyber. And your Ooh. new Pokedex companion is here from the Cyber typing. It's Pixeline. He's a pure Cyber type Pokémon, and will join you inside your Pokedex, turning it into a full-on 3G projector. Wow! Not the only new type though. Uh oh. They're introducing the Cosmic type. Mhm. Pokémon taking on the Cosmic type from older games include Solrock and Lunatone, which now become Rock and Cosmic. The LGM line, which now becomes cosmic and psychic. And some legendaries and mythicals, including Jirachi, which is now cosmic and steel. And Deoxys, which is now a pure cosmic type. Neat. Another new Pokémon makes an appearance. From the cosmic type, it's Blastruff. (laughs) It's a cosmic and normal type Pokémon based on Laika, the first dog launched into space. Damn. In this game, you will reach for the Apex and conquer the Abyss in Pokémon Apex and Pokémon Abyss. Ooh, there you go. Pokémon Apex and Pokémon Abyss. Those are my games. Um, but first, a legendary encounter from Pokémon nice. Apex. It's Verta show the cosmic and fairy legendary... And from Pokemon Abyss, it's Basazlo the poison and psychic Pokemon uh, of the Abyss. There we go. Hello, I'm Jinichi Maslow <laughs> from Freak. <Daybreak. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> right now, we're hard at work on Pokemon Apex and Pokemon Abyss, the first Pokemon titles with a full open world to explore in East Tomir. And for longtime fans of the series, West Tomir will offer a traditional Pokemon experience just like previous titles. There will be towns and dungeons to explore and plenty of Pokemon to catch. As by popular demand, the National Dex makes its return. So, what did you think? Pokemon Apex and Pokemon Abyss will release worldwide on November 18th, 2022 for the Nintendo Switch family of consoles. And here is their box art, Darren. Well, well, fuck me. (laughs) There we go.
1: Thank you all for tuning in today. Son of a bitch! You did a reveal. You did a direct. <laughs> See, you warned me you were doing something like this. Where you'd said, "Well, I, I can't beat you. I, I might not be able to beat your ideas, boys, but what I lack in substance, I'll make up for in style." And good God, were you not telling a lie?
0: Well, there you go. That's that's the reveal trailer. Uh, trailer <laughs> presentation, all done in PowerPoint for uh, Pokemon Apex and Pokemon Abyss, my Russia-themed Pokemon game. Thank you for ah. watching. I'll be honest, just hearing you say, hello, I'm Junichi Masuda. <laughs> I, was, I was toying with doing like a completely, um like not even remotely near voice. Like, you know, it's like a, hello, I'm Junichi Masuda. And yeah. it's like proper, but like I would, hey, oh, it's me, Junichi Masuda.
1: Now am each Bastard. Welcome to Pake.
0: Yeah, all right., but... <laughs> uh, but there is more. Obviously, that was just the style of a substance section. I do have sub substance, and we're Oof. gonna go through it now. Um, so let's take another look at the Tomia region mm-hmm. with all the town names, all the route names. Um again, if you go into the episode notes, you'll be able to see all of these. I might upload the um Region things as separate files because they're actually quite big. That's a really detailed um, relief map of Russia that I had to cloud off all the countries that border it. Because Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ, Uh, we'll we'll go through this map in a bit more detail later on when we talk about the story. But as you can see, you'll start over on the left in West Tomia, and you'll make your way through some of those towns, and then you'll go over into East Tomia for the middle part of the game. But we'll talk more about that in the story. Um, You can see, like, two purple dots sort of, like, just under the first third. Can you see that there? Yeah, Yeah, that's the dividing point um, that is based on a real geological thing called the Ural Mountains, which does have a name in my story. Um, Basically, the majority of Russia's um, population actually live in that one third of the country. And then obviously past the Ural Mountains, you've got stuff like Siberia and just flat out fucking tundras in the middle of nowhere where hardly anybody lives the population density is really really low so there's been a bit of a i've kind of had to embellish a little bit on the fancy elements because all of the cities that i've uh, plopped out in east Tomia would actually all be sort of like you see where there's like blight lake and jerry and follow king they would all be in a line down there ah right okay so to make it a bit more of a a world you want to go and explore, I've spread it all out a little bit. Uh, But yeah, we'll go into that. That's the Tomir region. Let's look at the new types. So first up is the Cyber Typing. There are some other Pokemon that I think could get the Cyber Typing. Actually, I was supposed to have taken the Metagross line out of there. I don't think Metagross should have it. Um, But Rotom could take the Cyber Typing. Genesect probably should take the Cyber Typing. Mm -hmm. Magirna could take the Cyber Typing. Uh, Cyber is... It's strong against electric because, of course, it is. It would actually command electric. It's strong against steel because it can penetrate computers. And it's strong against psychic because it is not reliant on any uh, living matter. It would be weak against fire, water. You'll have to forgive where it says magic. That's not a type I'm including. I stole okay. it. Uh, but it'd be weak against fire and water because, obviously, that's how you kill computers off. Uh, um, okay, it would be resistant against electric, steel, uh, Cyber attacks as well because they kind of would go back and forth against each other. Mm-hmm. And psychics, vulnerable to fire, water, poison, uh, and immune against fairy. The cosmic type, uh, there are some other Pokemon that could take that typing. So Clefairy, we got told that it came from the moon, so we may as well give it that typing. Yeah. Uh, Ursaring and Teddy Ursa could also take the cosmic typing as normal didn't seem that good and also there's quite a lot of moon links there starmy could take it because it's a star the unknown line unknown line the, uh, un, <laughs> the 26 to 28 forms of unknown could all take the cosmic typing because yeah. they they're to come from like uh, a different place or a different plane um mini or could take it and of course sogleo and lunana and it's um pre-evolutions All have to do with the cosmic entities, so it makes sense there. Cosmic would be strong against fire, grass and flying, weak to bug, dark and rock. It would resist those types and be vulnerable to it. And there we go. So we're going to go on to the Pokédex now. Any questions on the typing before I go ahead? Uh, You could add dark type as a weakness for cyber because
1: of malevolent cyber attacks.
0: I suppose you could. That's actually quite... Ugh. That's quite a good idea. Why is, bug, why is bug, against, bug good against Cosmic? It was just a balancing issue, to be honest.
1: Ah, right.
0: Okay. Yeah, the, there was a lot of... In making those typings work, you just have to kind of go, right, well, that's too OP. We're going to have to do that. I don't want it to be like a psychic Gen 1. It's right, kind of okay.
1: In, they can we just can... overpair everything.
0: Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's start going down in Pokedex order, hopefully... Um, all of the things, so we were talking about the grass starter medwarf. Uh, it evolves, no, sorry, it's based on uh, a dwarf hamster and it comes from meadow and dwarf. Uh, okay. It would evolve into vexavol, uh, where it gains the dark typing, vexing, and vole, and then of course, it would evolve again into anarchlaw, which oh. I'll be honest. This is the line I'm the least proud of. I don't really like this one that much, um, mainly because Anorclaws not really based on anything other than just generic werewolf monsters. Right. There's a lot of those in Slavic mythology, so yeah, it's kind of an amalgamate. But obviously, it's both based mainly on hamsters and voles, and uh, there they are. Cool. The fire starter, up, um, obviously based on a bear. I told you there'd be bears. Um, would evolve then into Burbear and keeping its uh, straight fire typing, not gaining its second one just yet, and evolving again into, uh, what did I call this, Morcano. There we go. Oh, very nice. Um, where it gains the ground typing because obviously it now resembles a volcano, a little bit like Colossal. Um, the names come from Smoke and Cub, Burn and Bear, and obviously Maul, and volcano and they're based on the traditional russian animal of bears because jesus <laughs> fucking christ they love their bears. look we both have fire grained bears <laughs> well there we go <laughs> never let it be said that we are not two peas from the same pod no exactly now the water starters we have got nar small that we talked about earlier which is a pure water type from mm-hmm. narwhal and small it then evolves into Narwinter, where it gains its ice typing from narwhal and winter, and then evolving again into blizenia, which is a water and ice type gaining from the words blizzard and the 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 lake and also the name of the monster, the Brosnia, which was a, you kind of think of it like an upright Loch Ness monster, okay. and, it, and it was known for literally being so big it could eat planes out of the sky. Oh, uh, but it's like it, the the lake Lake Brosney is like in the middle of bumfuck nowhere So I was like, screw it, it's going to be an ice type It's going to be in like wintry depths Lovely So we'll go on to our regional bird S- Oh sorry, yes It's based on a novel There's- There's So a we novel. both have
1: fire ground starters We also both have water ice starters <laughs> Yeah
0: we do wow. Oh dear This is what surprised me as you were doing your presentation And actually when I was doing my research in terms of, like, the lay of the land, how similar Canada is to Russia.
1: Yeah, both big. Both have lots of fuck nothing. Um <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, lots of similar. Well, I mean, to be fair, they're only, like, separated. I suppose Alaska's closer to Russia than Canada is, but they're only
0: about 50 miles away from each other, so. Yeah, and two of the biggest countries in terms of pure land mass, although I literally just went for the largest one. I was well, like, I think fuck it, that makes sense. They are one and two, aren't they? I know well, China, China, oh, China. Yeah, China.
1: China. Yeah.
0: China. It's always China. Sorry, carry on. Okay, uh, we're we'll moving on to the regional bird. First up is Tinchip, Uh from the words Tinchi and cheap. Obviously, also from the word tint. Note the red colouring and how that's going to change across its evolutions. Yeah. It evolves into Crestuff. Uh, both of these Pokemon are pure flying types. Um, Crestuff comes from crest tough and tuft as in tuft of uh i guess feathers uh that's based on birds and flags and war you start to see that coming through before we get to the final evolution of it and seagull yes. which is a flying and fighting type it's got two heads it's got a shield on its chest it's fucking cool uh, it's actually based on the coat of arms for russia which is on screen now for darren yes. so it's pretty close. I, I, I even managed to find a Pokemon that's got like a like a crown motif on its head as well. So I was really pleased with that. It's Albania the Pokemon. <laughs> it really is. I think Albania's is like a black raven, a headed yeah. raven, whereas Russia's is an eagle because, of course, it's one-upmanship. Beautiful. We're moving on now to the regional bug. Here it is. Oh, no, no, we're not. That's not the regional bug. Sorry, it's in the wrong order. Forget it. This is the this is the official number thirteen now. Uh, this is the regional rodent, early, the early rodent. This is Desplash, a water and normal type, um, from Desman, which is the rodent it's based on, and Splash. It evolves once into Desboro, uh, which is a water and ground type Pokemon, uh, which is also based on a Desman and the word Burrow. A Desman is on screen now. It's a weird looking fucking thing with a long nose. Um, yeah, it's something that burrows it, It's weird It lives on land, but it hunts in the water oh. So so I knew I wanted it to have That water ground typing um, That's all that really can be said for that I just think it's eyes are weird Like the long nose I can deal with But it's eyes are too comically fucking small For it's oh, head yeah. It's really odd looking Okay, now we'll do the bug, shall we Okay, here's Absobug It's a bug and dark type Pokemon, and it comes from the words Absorb and Bug, and it is based on a larva for its evolution, Absosquito, which is also bug and dark, uh, which is obviously based on Absorb and Mosquito. And if you didn't know what a mosquito looks like, Darren, there is one on screen for you now.
1: That's a mosquito. I thought it was a bird. Oh, yeah. One of them really (laughs) small
0: bitey birds.
1: Yeah, little bastards. How have we not had a mosquito Pokemon yet? That's a very good point. Well, just, there's just a lot of things that you just feel like we would have got to that already. Dolphins. Uh, yeah,
0: dolphins, especially after a low one. one. Yeah, but uh, no, that is a very good point, and that's a very nice Pokemon. Thank you. Uh, we're moving on to the Pika clone, and I uh, remember I said put a pin in something. Yes. Uh, well, here's Um uh, It's oh, an electric yeah. ground type. Uh, It is obviously based on a lemming, lemming, an electric. Uh, Here's a lemming. I think that one's stuffed. (laughs) It just looks really shaken. I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. Uh, Again, at least you knew
1: they were not birds.
0: Yeah, that's true. I immediately was like, I I was looking through a list of like common animals and common rodents. And I was like, lemming, fuck it. That's not been done yet. Let's have that. Mm -hmm. And it's a ground because they try to jump and fly and they can't.
1: Nice venus. Nice. oh Also that's basically Yeah Like my Lemmy Atom we've, we've come to a
0: similar conclusion I like it Yeah um, I think now we start to get into the Pokemon That are based on things in Russia We've ticked all the boxes We'll come to Pseudo Legendaries Later on down the list uh-huh. uh, Starting things off With Faber Uh It is a Steel Fairy type Pokemon From Fabergé and Yolk And it's obviously based on a Fabergé egg mm. Um they can actually be bought quite commonly in Russia, but they are extremely expensive. We we're talking in the range of like ten to twenty million dollars. And I think, what's the name of the character that um, spends all the money on them in The Simpsons? It's Bleeding Gums Murphy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another <laughs> Um Obviously, incredibly precious, really rare and sought after. However, it evolves into fragile look, uh, which is also oh. steel and fairy. Um, this is based on a Jesus Christ. I hope that I say this right. Oh, sorry, I'll bring it up on screen for you. So that's what a fabric looks like. Yeah. Fragile Look is based on a fucking wish me luck here, a Dimot toy. Yeah. Which uh, are made by sort of smaller communities in Russia as like toys that are often made out of like plaster. They're really common and really worthless. <laughs> so I just I like the idea that it didn't improve in its evolution; it got actually oh, worse. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> okay, uh, next up, we're about to enter territories that I didn't think we'd enter uh, with Russia. Oh, yeah. um, because when I when I put this up on the screen, you'll go, "No, that's in the wrong region." It's camir. Uh, oh, it's it, it's a camel. And it, it, it has houses treasure on its back. It's rock and normal type. It's based on camel and myrrh. The, um... Oh, God, what is myrrh now? Oh, Jesus. Uh, gold, frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. Uh, it's a... Isn't type of, like, oil? I think it might be. It's something like that. It's based on, you know, something that is sacred, and at least in uh, Christianity, as uh, orthodox Christianity is the predominant religion in Russia. It evolves into... Uh, Pyramel, which retains its rock and normal typing, but starts to grow a pyramid on its back, and finally, I fucking love this name, Imho Temple. Oh uh, yes, uh, which is a rock and normal type. Obviously, it now gains uh, three pyramids on its back instead of one. It gains, uh, gets a little bit um, angrier. Obviously, Pyramel is pyramid and camel, and Imho Temple is Imhotep, which is a god and temple. Um, this is based on a camel. But it's actually based on a camel found on one of russia's oblasts flags Ah. you're gonna gonna see this come up quite a lot so because of the vast size of russia they have similar to like you know we've got the black country flag with the uh the red sky and the chains on it and Mm -hmm. all that they have sort of regional flags that are based around their culture and there is an incredibly sandy region of russia that decided to emblemise itself with a camel. It might not exist in that region. However, it is on one of their official documents, so I'm having it. That's fair enough. Let's move on to Checkmite. It's a chess piece. It's specifically Mm a pawn. It's rock and psychic. Uh, This is one of the first of... I didn't realise quite how many I'd done of these, uh, but this is one of the first of Split Evolutions. Uh, unfortunately, this is just a gender one. It won't actually change its typing up. Obviously, checkmate is checkmate, but small. Mm. Um, if it's male, it evolves into checking, uh, which gains the the look of a, obviously, a king chess piece. Or if it's female, it evolves into check queen, which gains the look of a female chess piece. And obviously, they're based on chess.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: they like, kind of touched on that before we... Uh, Ponyard and Bisharp. Yeah but not to the extent that I think no. that They really should Especially since chess is so popular in Russia they... <laughs> Of course Russia as a country, as a nation Would enjoy literal mind games Put into board form Oh so... yeah that's right up their alley Yeah they fucking love it um, Next up are two Pokemon that They don't evolve into each other But they, in my head they would be found In the same kind of locale so first up, we've got Pearlittle, a water and fairy type uh, from Pearl and Little. It's based on pearls and oysters. And we also have Relicious. It's a sturgeon. I told you to put a pin uh, in that one. Yeah. It's a pure water type. Um, obviously, there is an actual sturgeon. Um, sturgeons are actually worth more, a lot more than precious stones in Russia because the caviar it produces, like sturgeon roe, is really highly regarded and people in russia will pay more than top dollar in order to have this sorry i've just realized you're in the corner of my screen have you been there the whole time can you see that yes i can see me okay hang on i'm, I'm just gonna move you out of the way there we go oh it's, no Let's just pop you there i don't want you to lose anything okay so let's con continue we have, okay. I couldn't be asked to split this up because I saw the design. I was like, fuck it, I want that. So, the first evolution of this stage is called Giftite. It's a pure fairy Pokemon, obviously based on Gift and being small. It evolves into Jabber Box, where it gains the fighting type uh, and is obviously based on uh, Jack in the Box and Jab and also boxing. Its final evolution is called Knockcracker, uh, also fairy and fighting. In sti- so, we've had the gift, like the gift box. Jabba Box springs out of it and then it evolves into a nutcracker with fists for hands. Fists for hands, um, gift boxes for hands. And it's a fairy fighting type. It's based on the Nutcracker, um, which is a ballet that was penned by Tchaikovsky, who was a famous Russian composer. Oh, that's good. Next up, we've got this might be one of my favourites, actually. Uh, first up is Nestoddle. So it's a pure normal type, and it is a small nesting doll Pokemon. Um, in its male counterparts, it evolves into Nestriarch from nesting and Patriarch, and it becomes normal and ghost type. If it's a female, it evolves into Honor Maiden, which is a normal and psychic type. Um, and yeah, that's the male-female split, obviously based on Russian nesting dolls, which it took me forever to find one that was not creepy. So this is the best <laughs> I got. But That's what kind of inspired the ghost typing because the painting on some of these is just god fucking awful. Yeah, terrifying. Was, yeah, yeah. it's like, well, they're clearly demons. So uh, <laughs> the, the ghost typing came out. So I've been quite good with the graphics and trying to get things look professional. Um, but in certain Pokemon, these do take a dive. So I'm not going to lie, Darren, this next line I've completely stole. OK, so here we go. I have changed the names, though. So first up, we've got Clazel. It's a gazelle Pokemon yeah. and it's pure rock type, unlike pure ice type, what it says in the graphic. Um, this ha- also has a split evolution, but it has a split evolution based on what moves it knows when it levels up. If you were to level it up knowing the move Hail, it would turn into Saglacia, um, which is based on uh, the Saiga Antelope, which you'll, I'll show you in a minute. Uh, And if it levels up knowing the move Spark, it will turn into Ampelope, which is a rock and electric type Mm -hmm. Pokemon based on a normal looking antelope. I'm going to bring up the two images of antelopes now. So on your left, Darren, you've got a regular ass looking antelope that you could find in Africa and other places. And on the right, you've got the Saiga antelope, which is indigenous to Russia and has what can only be described as Sebulba's fucking face. It (laughs) does. tell what can be
1: described as an unfortunate accident for a face
0: oh god it's just dreadful i that thought is. about making that a fossil pokemon because it looks like it shouldn't exist yeah uh, but then i I, <laughs> I accidentally said ampelope out loud i was like well fuck it it's gonna be a split evolution now
1: oh god that is a goppingly ugly animal but fair play it actually looks better in pokemon form you've improved it somewhat <laughs>
0: yeah for some reason making it giving it like a sad expression and making it a nice type makes it look a lot better than it does in real life
1: at least it's got a reason for being sad
0: <laughs> oh good god it does oh wow. it's dreadful uh are you ready for another split evolution darren i think i am i've kind of clumped them all together in this pokedex order so here's the next one so in this split evolution it starts out with flurry there was no way of t- typing that out so that it wouldn't sound like that because i I tried flurry and that's an actual thing i tried furry and that's an actual thing so flurry uh, it's an ice normal type and it's based on an arctic fox cub um if it is male it evolves into wolfsburg which is an arctic wolf it gets the ice and dark typing and if it is female it evolves into koi ristol uh, which is an ice and fairy type based on an adult arctic fox both of which are on screen now Very nice. There you go. Uh, Next up, oh, I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. I hate this so much. But when I saw, we're back on flags. um, But when I saw this flag, I was like, I have to, I have to include this. Uh Uh, So meet Klecko. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, it's a chicken dragon. Uh, So top half chicken, bottom half (laughs) dragon with not much else changed. It does evolve into Jerusta. Uh, and it keeps its fire dragon typing. Obviously, Klecko would be Cluck and Gecko. Jeruster is Jurassic and Rooster. Ah. Uh, it's based on this flag, Darren. Um, I have kind of... Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Um, so this is from another Russian Oblast, but I decided to flip it. They've presented a dragon with chicken legs. I just kind of flip the script on that. That's very Nice. Thank you very much. Let's carry on. Next up in this Pokédex is Flutton, a pure normal type uh, from Fluffy and Mutton because it is a lamb. Uh, it's based on a sheep and the Ushanka hat, which I'll show you in a moment. Uh, it does evolve into Aries Shanka, where it retains its normal typing and obviously Aries, the constellation, star sign, star sign. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Ushanka, which is this hat. Oh, there's something wrong with that guy hat Yes, the, um, the ev- everybody in the American should be wearing this hat Yes,
1: That's absolutely uh,
0: Okay, next up is Pixeline that we talked about earlier It's a pure uh, cyber type uh, from Pixel and Shine uh, It comes from a pixel, given the squares floating around it Because pixels are square And also it is a projector It will actually act as like the new Rotom in this mm-hmm. game so it would go inside your Pokedex where it would then project uh like the full town map, a little bit like uh you know the division when they open their map up? Yes. And it's like a big projector, kinda of like that, because um East Tomir is so big, it needs kind of better better mapping, I guess. Okay. Next up, sticking with the cyber typing, we have Discratch, that is a cyber and electric ah. type from disc, and scratch, which evolves into VibraBoom from Vibration and Boom where it retains its cyber electric typing. This is based on the, for some reason, mild obsession shall we say, of Russians and the Slavic with techno music. Good. I like that. It looks quite bug as well. It could have been a a cyber bug type. It could have been a cyber bug type um, but I just, I kind of wanted to kind of keep it a bit more on you know the, the, the on vibra boom you can see it's got like a dual tail which is actually ah, five mil jacks that has yeah. records for hands it is it is the dj but po- oh it's also got a like a radio boombox style thing for a head so it it is very much a uh a dj pokemon lovely next up we have got oh where are my notes there we go so um Back to back, we've got two more sets of birds. Uh, First up, which can be found, I believe, in the far side of East Tomea, uh, is Parchick from Parchment and Chick. It's a normal flying type Pokemon. And the reason it's Parchment and so thin and papery is because it evolves into Storigami, uh, the normal flying type Pokemon, uh, which is a Stork Origami Pokemon. That's genius. Um, it, it kind of I wanted to be a crane because that's the that's the origami thing the folding pattern. It's called the crane. Mm-hmm. Um, but stork came a lot better. Like I couldn't crane origami didn't work for me. So there we go. That's why it's a stork. Um, on the other side of East Tomia, though, actually in one of the first regions you come to, uh, which we'll talk about later on, um, is Wablof, a poison and flying-type Pokémon, which is a very ill bird. Um, (laughs) It does evolve uh, into Chernobyl. Oh, no! (laughs) Poison and flying-type. It's quite tanky. Uh, It's kind of come to adapt to its poisonous. Because, unfortunately, Darren, I do have an area uh, based on on Chernobyl that is is a thing. Oh, I I know what you're thinking. Chernobyl's in Ukraine. And you'd be right. But we'll get on to why that's still in the region later on. Oh, you're not going to be doing...
1: <laughs> you're not going to have
0: the storming of Crimea as like your endgame, are you? T- to be honest, Darren, there's a number of things I could have done. I could have had a nuclear typing. I could have called the games Pokemon Hammer and Sickle. Uh, yeah, yeah. I-, I didn't do any of this. I- I've kind of restrained a little bit, but I, I had to get a Chernobyl reference in there. Uh, I just love the TV show so much, basically. <laughs> no, thats I put Letterkenny in.
1: I can't complain. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. These shows has cultural references and isn't just, you know, well, cultural relevance, sorry, and isn't just a funny show that we can't watch over here legally. <laughs> yeah. You've got oh. HBO. I've got something called Crave TV.
0: So I feel we're at diff- operating at a different end of the spectrum here, babe. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine, though. That's all good. Um, next up, we're going to do three Pokemon that are connected by uh, the fact that they have new types, but don't evolve into each other. So these are all single stage Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, we have Keel Block from the Keel Back... Keel Black? Keel Back? Keel Snake. Uh, and Blocks, because as you can see, Darren, it's quite clearly based on Tetris. <laughs> yeah, love that. It's a Cyber and Rock type. Um, next up we have Blastroff which we talked about earlier Which is cosmic and normal type Because it's a dog in space And we also have Sputtrek uh, Which is from Sputnik And Trek as in Star Trek It's a steel cosmic type um, And that is based on Sputnik 1 so obviously Keelblock is Tetris, Blastroff is Leica the dog, the first dog in space Sputtrek is Sputnik 1, the Russian satellite Very nice there we go I, I like to think that these will all be found in the same area because you know you, they've kind of all got that kind of russian technology that's futuristic yet somewhat dated all at the same time yeah uh-huh. like, like how boxy um as little craft is i love it so much oh, right wow, that's just they god they
1: just sent him up there in a cardboard box a little bastard <laughs> yeah.
0: and he lived that was the best <laughs> thing about
1: it good for him
0: good to hear uh, let's move on. Here's another Pokemon that I said put a pin in. Uh, here's sabletti It's a pure <laughs> dark type from Sable and Petty. And it is based on a Sable. It evolves, however, into Wolverage. Oh, nice. I even made sure I got a Fakemon that has yellow on it so that it could be a Wolverine reference. There um, we go. It's a Dark and Steel type exactly like yours is uh, from <laughs> Wolverine and Rage. And obviously, it's based on both the Sable and the wolverine, two very very similar mammals, kind of ferret-like. Uh, one obviously is a little bit less deadly than the other. Although sables do have really fucking sharp claws, like really sharp. But the wolverine is obviously known for its um its aggression. I couldn't find a single picture of a wolverine that
1: looked like cute or not alarming. <laughs> yeah, that's- just
0: constantly <laughs> angry all the time <laughs> they're like honey badgers i nearly made it a honey badger except they're not indigenous to uh to russia but wolverines are so it's okay well i'm glad we both we both paid tribute to to wolverine i'm very proud of us there i mean
1: he's oh you could do you could do a colossus pokemon i guess oh did
0: you say a colossus pokemon darren you're joking me go on okay well here is lushy Lyoth. Oh um, very nice It's not actually based on the Marvel Comics um, Colossus It is based on a Leshy, Which is a It's kind of hard to To kind of say it in words So I do have a picture of it But you know in Lord of the Rings You know the, the Ents Yes a little bit like that, There's the Leshy is exactly that. It's like a forest guardian, uh, but it's portrayed differently in all different sorts of Slavic um, mythology. Some see it as an aggressor, some see it as a protector. So, yeah, that would also be uh, exclusive to Pokemon Apex and as a grass and fairy type. Uh, very its nice. counterpart would be Hagayut. Uh, it is a dark and psychic type Pokemon. and It is based on the Baba Yaga. Um, obviously a very popular um sort of creature slash woman, I think. Um yeah. in Russian folklore. Um I'm gonna bring up some pictures of a leshy and baba yaga for Darren. Uh, with the Baba Yaga design, I tried to meld the old woman and the chicken legged house into one. Yeah. So that's why it's uh it's an evil old bird in a hood. Um and obviously the leshy, it's just it's just an ent. So I just got something that looked a bit Pokemonish in terms of an ent. No, very nice see i had an empty my South african one but it was
1: like a dead tree that kills things that come near it it was at least <laughs> a lot more friendly looking
0: yeah i kind of wanted to be and that's why it's a fairy and haggai it's dark is that these two are counterparts to each other one protects the forest and one is a murdering old woman so that's Not that's great. something um now we're going to get on to see now the the, the 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 rooster dragon ones could be fossils and if they were fossils This is the counterpart. Okay. So first off, we have Frostig, which is a ice fighting type. Um, It comes from frost and tiger, as it is a tiger cub. It evolves into Siberia and also ice fighting type, which is based on the Siberian tiger. And yeah, these things are incredibly popular. They, I think Siberian tigers are actually like one of the less endangered ones because no one's fucking with them. Which is yeah, pretty rad. There's no Rush- one near enough to fuck with them. Yeah, that's true. Because in Siberia it is a
1: tundra of nothing. You, you, um, l- you've literally got to be setting it to own like your only goal is to fuck with the tigers if you're getting to them. Basically, <laughs> why yeah. else would you go there?
0: Yeah, why else? Oh god. Um, so we're gonna get on to Pokemon based on other Pokemon um, in previous regions. We're talking evolutions and stuff like that now. So first up, obviously, we've got two brand new types. So, oh wait, no, I forgot about this guy. It's Locomall. Hello. Um, (laughs) he, he. Oh, look. Oh, I got the fucking name wrong. Sorry. So the name of this one is Locomangle. It's not Locomall.
1: Right. Okay.
0: It's a Steel and Fire type. It kind of looks like Rhyhorn if it were a train. (laughs) Yeah, he's not lying, folks. He's not lying. No, and it's a reference to the Trans-Siberian Railway. Ah, very nice. Uh, Because I've I figured that. Because of how vast it is, I think if we're going to have, like, riding Pokemon, this could be a perfect um, example of that. If not, this could act a little bit like Corviknight does in Sword and Shield. So, mm-hmm. like, you can summon one and get to places that you haven't been before. Not Well, that you've already visited, basically. Right, okay. um, so there we go. So now we're going to get onto Pokemon based on other ones. So we've got two new types in Cyber and Cosmic. So obviously here is Digion and Astreon. Oh, very Cy- nice. Cyber and cosmic types of EV. I did this last time with, ah, um, oh, what, what I did, ground and flying, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Um, so yeah, Digion is basically robot EV, uh, and Astrion is if Fantina bred with an EV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is just straight up. Obviously, uh. Digion is digital and Eon, and Astrion is astral and Eon. Mm-hmm. Um, now this is a bit of a weird outlier in this uh darren here is Glitcher 10 it's a cyber and ghost type uh, and if you couldn't figure it out from the marking on its head this is missing though oh that's perfect so i wanted to kind of have because you know that we talk about russian hackers a lot and we talk about slavic um, mythology having lots of urban legends and i thought it would be funny if if glitchy 10 was missing no it had been sighted in uh, Kanto, but it was native to uh, Tomia. So, like, we only caught glimpses and we told stories. Like, we spread the urban legend of Missing No, but it was actually just a glitchy ten that we couldn't make out properly. That is so
1: goddamn good. That is a 10 out of 10 idea there, Muggle. And obviously
0: it's cyber and ghost because... It's a fucking glitch. So, you know, and also oh. it kind of kills your game in red and blue. So hence the ghost typing.
1: Oh, that's so goddamn good.
0: <laughs> Damn I'm, it. I'm so happy with Glitcher 10. Uh, th- these next ones aren't as good. Uh, so we're going to quickly rattle through Pokemon that would get evolutions in the Tomir region. Uh, first up, a evolution for Dunsparce being Dunserpent. It gains the dragon typing because there is a lot of snake dragon things in mm. uh, Slavic culture. Um, here's one I didn't think I'd be making in any hurry. Uh, welcome to BeBrutal. It's uh, an evolution of BeBarrel and it gains the dark typing. It's now water and dark. I I cannot wait to show you what this is based on. I cannot okay.
1: wait. See, I was looking for ages because obviously, beaver is the national animal of Canada. But I just couldn't think of an idea of how to evolve barrel that was like good enough. So I kind of abandoned it. But that's pretty good. Trust me,
0: when you see what it's based on, you'll see why I had to do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to show those when I've talked about the next two. Uh, so next up in this section from the Alola region, uh, Delmise gets an evolution into Del Liner, where it becomes a ghost ship.
1: Yes, 100%
0: yes. It's a ghost grass type. It's exactly the same as its pre-evolution. And finally, the Pokemon you've all wanted to get an evolution finally gets its day in the sun. It's Frost, the evolution of Delibird. (laughs) Oh, God. There's a good reason it's blue. I'll show you that in a second. It's ice flying exactly the same as Delibird. Right. Are you ready for the Brutal's... um, Inspiration, yes. We're back with uh, Russian local flags. Look at this fucking monstrosity. Oh. <laughs> That's a oh, real wow. flag, Darren. Look
1: at him. It's like it's. They haven't even tried to hide the fact it's a man in a beaver suit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They really haven't tried. It's just such a bad flag. For those listening, please go and look at the presentation. If just this slide, just to see the flag that <laughs> Brutal's based on. Oh, my fucking God. It's, it's just the worst drawn thing I've ever seen. But he's so proud of his little... Like, he stopped a river with three bricks. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. And he started his dam with bricks. Why not? <laughs> Screw it's because it.
1: you wanted to grab that tree. that You could clearly step over that river. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just like the world's smallest bridge. This isn't even a river. It's just a, it's just someone's just spilt a fucking glass of water. That is the greatest thing ever. Oh, oh, T- let me tell you, Russian local flags are just a hotbed for comedy. They are so good. Anyway, Dell Liner. Um, it is actually based on this specific ship. Um, This is the Ivan Vasily uh, And it actually has this kind of weird um, Urban myth based around it Basically um, It has to continually keep getting new crews Or did when it was sailing Because it actually sent Its crew mad Like everybody started having mental breakdowns Whilst they were on the ship It's, It's a ghost ship With no actual ghosts It just is apparently cursed Oh
1: uh, that seems very Russian.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Some, you know. But then I think that's not taken into account, like how long this thing would be at sea, because we all know that the Russian Navy is just mad. They, uh, uh-huh. they, you know, they coop up in uh, submarines for far longer than anybody should be put underneath those atmospheric pressures. So, yeah. But it's cool. I thought it was a cool story of a, a ship that sends people mad with nothing other than being a ship. Fantastic. Yeah. And then Elder Frost, uh, obviously because Delibird was kind of based on Santa. Um, It turns out that Santa is too capitalist for Russia, so they have their own version of Santa. Are you ready for this, badass motherfucker? Um, Welcome to uh, Dead Morose, otherwise known in our British tongues as Grandfather Frost. Look at that motherfucker. Good God, that is a dope-ass hat. (laughs) Gee... add add a scepter add horns add more (laughs) stuff paint the horns give him a staff put a dragon's head on top of the staff Oh, i hadn't even seen the dragon's head yeah you you thought the
1: pope had the world's most baller hat you were wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's it's literally russian santa they don't have santa they have grandfather frost i prefer him yeah he's badass I want to he, see more of this guy. You tell me jolly old Santa's
1: not going to bring me presents. I'm like, you tell me this bloke's coming to shank me if I've been a bad kid. I'm, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh-huh. That's can a you, thing that i Can
0: you imagine what he would do to the Coca-Cola trucks? Oh, good God. <laughs> it was something like Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Oh, the, the, see, there you go. That's already another pitch we can do. Write <laughs> this man's backstory. <laughs> That's what I want. When I, when they get round to doing... uh, Oh, what was that bloody Christmas movie on Netflix that everyone liked? Uh, uh, oh, um, Klaus. Klaus. I want to see him
0: fight that. Yeah, that's the sequel.
1: That's your sequel. There you go. Done. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, that is, unfortunately, all of the evolutions that I could think of, but I, I thought they were pretty good, especially fucking Be brutal. Yes. Fuck me. Right. Okay. We're nearly there. So... Pseudo legendary time. Uh, it starts off as Skindle, a fire and dragon Pokemon from Kindle and Kid, and also Skid. Um, it evolves into Seapent, uh, which is also a fire dragon from Sea and Serpent. Uh, the previous evolution is based on like fire snakes. This is based on dragons. The final evolution is called Lebastix. It is based on something called the Snake Lubak, which I'll show you in a moment. It's also a fire dragon. Look at this fucking thing, Darren. Ooh, good so, God. So the Snake Lubak is fucked up. Um, it literally arrives to Earth on a comet. Um, it then takes, hu- it starts to take human form from those around it uh, by disguising itself as kind of like, um, like lost loved ones. And then it goes around like eating people. It's fucked
1: up. It's it's like a Ooh, how to describe like it's a dragon. It's got no wings, admittedly, but it's 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 negated the wings, so he doesn't need it because
0: it's both jacked and has a snake head. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's kind of you know like apple crawls inside the apple and becomes an apple. This would be like if if a snake like ate its way into like. Uh, just a, a strong man or something like that. <laughs> what if a what if a radioactive snake bit into Brock Lesnar Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. That, is, that exactly is a hell of a thing.
1: God, Russia, knows how to
0: scare you. Know? <laughs> yeah, I, this is. There was so many things I could have included, like in terms of like basing it on um, like there's lots of house deities and stuff like that, and house demons and goblins and shit. And that I'm sure we're all just thought up just to scare kids into going to sleep. Uh If you don't go to bed, the fucking, the gnome of the cupboard will have you or something like that. It makes no sense. Anyway, we're going to round things out now with a better look at uh, Vertishow and Basazlo, which are our box legendaries. Vertishow is the apex legendary. Uh, Its name derives from vertical, vertis, which is the highest point of something. And the Russian word show. Which literally means good or pure Uh, Then we've got Basazlo Which is a poison psychic It is the abyss legendary Uh, It's based on the words base As in the bottom of something Basara which is the um, Japanese word for war And Zlo which is the Russian suffix for something that is evil Bad or impure
1: Are you saying that Vertishow is your apex Legend? Uh Ah!
0: yes that is that is exactly what i'm saying that is an
1: accurate statement good yeah. um that's sure. very nice that the the whole metal face on bahaslo am i Be-Saslo. saying that right yeah the the metal face with the smoke that's a hell of a thing
0: yeah it's uh, it's really is something uh, you'll see that um, both basaslo and Virtusho have uh, like like gems in their chest that they've decided to Sort of used in different ways So show uses it to project Like an astral horn on its head And Basazlo uses it to summon Like void orbs On its tail and in its mouth mm-hmm. um, That's just to Sort of go further into um, The origins of that So Basazlo is based on the idea that It can create Voids for good and actually turn People against each other and make them evil um, And VertiShow Has got sort of like a goodness spear. So like in, in, in terms of like fighting for the good fight or the for the good of the motherland is, if it, is if, it were, if it were Russia. So yeah, that's where those designs kind of play into each other. Fantastic. Now, I think that is all the Pokemon. That was 72. Um, You'll notice I didn't do any regional variants. I tried, I couldn't think of any. The closest I got was an ice version of um, the Luxray line. Mm -hmm. because you have lynxes all over siberia but i was like i've I've covered i've covered it with siberia i don't need this um it's not to say they couldn't add any other stuff in but this is what i'd put in the base game very nice um oh yes forgot about this so the logos the symbols for uh both apex and abyss for virtus and for Basazlo. Uh, they are based on Slavic gods. So Vertisho is based on Belobog, and Basazlo is based on Chernobog. And Chernobog has kind of become sort of second hand for the devil, uh, because they are two gods that were either at one one point in history the same god that then split in two, mm-hmm. or they are the same thing but like kind of like different personalities of it. Right. Okay. But, But they both represent both good and bad, yin and yang, that kind of thing. Right. Okay, so we now come on to, before we go into diving into the map and into the story, uh, our evil team, which is called Team Riot. I have not designed these people, but I have thought about what I would like them to look like. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Team Riot grunts would actually look a little bit like Pussy Riot. (laughs) okay so <laughs> i want i want them to be shit but also i want them to be loud and i want them to be um like motivated so like kind of like team skull uh-huh. but but actually useful right okay um, and then the admins for team riot and the team leader would actually be based on this group of people um this is the oh no they're called little big they are uh, russian artists uh, they are techno rave inspired mm-hmm. uh, and they I need to send you some of their videos later on because they are fucking brilliant have you ever seen the skibbity or big dick by any chance I feel like I've seen them before but I can't place it so maybe I have fair enough uh, for those who are looking at the document um, whilst watching this uh, on the picture of the admins from left to right you have uh, admin Bo you have admin Celine, you have riot leader Izuk and Admin Gower on the end. Uh, those are all based on, like, their stage names because the, the the leader's called Izik, uh, spelt I-Z-Y-K, uh, spelled I-Z-Y-K uh, but the actual in-real-life person is called Ilya Prusklin. Um, he's, like, they're quite politically motivated. They're quite anti-establishment, and I thought that really fit well into a team that's literally going to go around trying to tear the region apart. Okay, so they <laughs> They're, they started out in my head as kind of like eco-warriors But right. then it, it grew into just They are straight up punks They are punks And they are here to take down everything you know and love So, are we playing this from the point
1: of view That the um, that the establishment is good?
0: More on that later Okay
1: <laughs> Right oh.
0: Let's take another look at the uh, the Tomia region, shall we? Um, so Let's go round the towns. So you would start off. Uh, I'll do the story at the same time, shall I? We'll save time. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, so you would start off in West homer on the furthest left town, uh, which is called Costover. Uh, this is based on the town of Sochi, which hosted the um, is it 2014 Winter Olympics? Is that the one? Uh, yes. Ah, cool. Uh, that is where you start your journey and where you would get your starter Pokemon. So uh, um, smoke hub or... Oh god, what's the grass one called? Damn uh, it. The dwarf thing. Meddwarf, that's there it. You. Uh, where you would receive one of these three Pokemon from Professor Spruce uh, as that is one of the most Densely found trees in Russia as it turns out The spruce tree Uh, Shortly behind both oak and elm Which was really annoying So I had to go with like the third one Ah well
1: I I had the most obvious one possible So I can't complain
0: Fair enough Uh, You would then make your way across route one Into the first town of Mechenko Or Mechenko Um, This is uh, an industrious And military town Where you can fight your first gym Yes only the first town over this time um And you would fight the steel gym leader, who is called Lydia. Um, She's based on a real-life person called Ludmila I always get these names wrong. Uh, Ludmila Palifchenko, um, who is the female Russian sniper from World War II that has the highest number of confirmed kills for a woman. Cool. So she's pretty fucking rad. Uh, she's your first gym. Uh, you would then make your way up Route 2 to Stedenkov, uh, which is based on the town of novogrod it is a it's quite historic town so it's quite old world um and this is where you would funnily enough fight the cyber gym leader um called pavel um and he's obviously based on pavel chekov from star trek uh the one russian i had i had to i had to honor him (laughs) well done uh, you can, at this point, uh, go to the third gym, uh, which is further up in Wharfavik, which is based on the town. Bear with me. I've got to go through my notes. I should have put this all in order, really, shouldn't I? It is based on the town of, fucking kill me, St. Petersburg, um, where you can fight the other new type, the cosmic gym leader, um, Yuri, who's based on Yuri Gangerin, the first man in space. Cool. Um, you can then go to Alphav, which is Moscow um, And that's where both the Final Gym and the Pokemon League is Now, the story of this region is that uh, the Pokemon League is kind of governmental They, they run the entire region um, And the Elite Four and the Champion are kind of like a, a government, a cabinet um, During the course of the story, Team Riot are trying to uh, take the government down, basically Um, and they, you'll see them like doing like menial shit uh, until they kind of really step things up. It's when you're actually, um, you're about to go and challenge the gym leader in Pedestack, which means you have to go through the town of Uniyuk, uh, which is based on, I really should have organized these notes better. The town of Yuviuk is uh, based on the town of Kazan. Uh, which is a flying-type gym where you can fight Valentina, who's based on Valentina Tereshkova, who is a uh, notable sportswoman. Uh, But when you go to Pedestack, right before you can fight the fourth gym, uh, that's when Team Riot awakens the legendary for that game. Um, Now, just under the word Pedestack, Darren, can you see there's like a mountain region? Yes. A broad... Noticed to this earlier that's the U- the ural mountains in uh russia but what i've called to as the verta mountain range uh using the gem that they find at the base of this mountain range they resurrect the legendary it bursts out the mountain range and kind of stops all league activity like it's you're not allowed to go and challenge any of the gyms because a state of national emergency has been declared in West westomia okay at this point um there's complete panic but P- professor spruce recommends going over to east tomia and completing the eight trials of east tomia a feat which has actually never been accomplished before because of just how far apart they are mm-hmm. um you then go away from the traditional route thing and into the open world uh, following the route between uh Pedestack and that um purple blob there which is like the start of a whole new wild area except it's Know twice the size, possibly even five times the size. It's a true open world map. It would take inspiration from Breath of the Wild, amongst other things, obviously. Um, and you can actually fight the eight trials in East Tomia in any order. So it's not that they're equally, you know, difficult, they would actually scale. And depending on what order you do them in, you can see more Pokemon on the team. You can see stronger evolutions of Pokemon on the teams. Um, But yes, you would have to beat the eight trials of East Tomia. These would include in the town of Blight Lake, uh, which is based on an area called Lake Karachay, which is the single most polluted lake in the world. Um, In Russia? In Russia, the single most polluted lake in the world. So obviously this is where I crowbarred in a reference to Chernobyl. Uh you'd think China would have that, right? You'd think, surely, but apparently no. Specific there's this because around around Blight Lake, around the actual Lake Karachay, there's a bunch of like smaller lakes. It looks a little bit like it's it's basically it looks like a water version of like bubble wrap. There's just like little uh... pools dotted above. But specifically Karachay, which is one of the biggest ones, is so heavily polluted that it, the waters are generally black. Oi. So that's why I've called it Blight Lake. Uh, that's where you can challenge the uh, Poison Trial, uh, which is hosted by Valeri. Obviously, is a reference to Chernobyl show. Yeah. Uh, now, in West Tomir, you would get badges. In East Tomir, you get patches, uh, and you'd ne- normally have to complete a different style of trial that isn't just fight three trainers and then the 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 leader. It would be more akin to the trials in uh, the Alola region and the gym challenges in the Gala region. You have to go somewhere around the town into the wild and do a specific task, whether it's catch, I don't know, catch five Pokemon with this typing or you need to go into this area and access this panel or look at this monument, something like that. Go and find it. It's all based So what?
1: Go look at a statue.
0: Basically, go look at a statue. So so there are little places like that dotted around that are places of interest. Uh, We'll come into one of those that I've really delved into um, when we get to a later town. Um, Above Blight Lake is Forra Crag. Uh, This is based on, oh my God, I hate this region. Uh, (laughs) Mapun, oh God, Mapupunya, I think it is, which is a giant rock formation. It looks a little bit like a taller, better version of Stonehenge. But they are like naturally occurring. They haven't been placed there, but you know, that's a whole thing to be had. This is where you can challenge the rock trial uh, led by Kat, who's based on Catherine the Great and used to be one of the champions of the region before the new league came in. Uh, Going over to uh, Jeromal, 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 sorry. Uh, That's where you can challenge Ulana who is a genuine babushka. She, she's the um, trial leader for that area and right. is a normal type trial. Oh, Sorry, did I mention the type trials of the others? Uh, you said the poison one was Blight Lake. Yeah, Blight Lake's poison. Faro is rock. Right, okay. And then you've got um, Jeromal, which is normal. Above that is Placid Elf, which is based on the Mine in ikal I think that's how you pronounce it. mm mm-hmm. um, it's a really weird looking place. They've dug a diamond mine so deep it can be seen from satellite stuff. Oh Jesus! I know it's just like a. a I've kind of put the tone marker over it, but it's this giant fucking hole that they've dug. Um, and I'd like that's why I've put one of the purple markers on there because I'd like that to be a, an area all to itself, and you can sort of descend into the the earth and find rock and steel type Pokemon, uh, which would be part of uh, Philip, who is the ground type trial leader. Uh, which is a cheeky little reference to the Americans because I had to get one in. Ah, well done. Um, and that's where you go and do that trial. Uh, going straight down from there, you'd get to the town of Fularking, uh, which is based on Irkutsk. It is, it's, it's a really weird town. It's mostly sort of like, it has Mongolian influences because of how close it is to Mongolia. It probably was part of Mongolia at one point. Um, that is where you would fight the bug, trial because i had literally nowhere else to put it uh led by timothy because i thought that was the name of somebody who sounds like they collect bugs uh, I, yeah. I really wish i had more to give you on that darren <laughs> i really don't above that you would go to uh low creek which is based on both the town of yakutsk and the lena river pillars which is Again, it's a, re- it's a really weird rock formation that has developed because of the um, the Lena River running directly through the town. Um, that is where you can take on the water trial uh, under the guidance of Nolan, who actually used to be from Kalos. Okay. Now, this is where the scale of the Tomia region comes into play. When you go out into the wild and you start discovering that it's not just people from Tomia that live in Tomia. Tomia is so big... It meets both Kalos and Sinnoh. It's fucking massive. It actually was the the region that Kalos went to war against when AZ launched the universal weapon. Uh, Very nice. There you go. A little bit of backstory there. Uh, From Low Creek, you can make your way to Paltrick, which is based on the town, like a really small town called Omiakon, which is, I think it's, in terms of, like, civilised towns that have proper setup and structure, the coldest place to live in the world.
1: See, that's what I was going with with Resolute, but then I did read that, yeah, there's there's somewhere in Russia that's cold. And I was like, of course
0: there is. Yep. Welcome to it. It's Omyakon. Really small town. This is where you can take on the ice trial uh, from the figure skater Julia, who's based on uh, an actual figure skater called uh, Yulia Lipnitska. Mm-hmm. I actually got that one name right. Holy shit. Uh, from there, you can make your de- way down to Remelo, which is the furthest right-hand point in East Tomia. It's based on the town of Vladivostok, which is, again, the furthest right settlement in Russia, where you can take on Akiko, who is the grass trail leader, who is from the Sino region. Cool. When you do all of that, you can make your way back over to the uh, the west side and So you've finished the East League. You've passed the eight league trials in the open world. You can now go and finish your actual official league, the East League, uh, by taking on the rest of the gym leaders. So in Obscurin, which is the northernmost town, which I've kind of cheated a little bit. I wanted to represent um, this specific town. There's a weird part of Russia that's like in the middle of Latvia for no good reason. Oh, wow. yeah, know
1: what you mean. Um, I can't remember its name. I think it's Kaliningrad. Yeah, Kaliningrad, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, that's where you can go and fight the Dark-type gym, uh, which is led by Regina, who is based on recording artist Regina Spector. Um, in Pedestack, you can go and finally fight the Fire-type gym leader, Maria, who is based on Maria Sharapova. Um, south from there, down Route 9, you can go to Biscava. Uh, which is based on the town of Saratov. It's an electric type town because there's a lot of um, sort of like technological stuff being made there where you can fight the electric gym leader uh, who is called Waylon. Uh, he's based on Dima Bilan, who is the last person to win Eurovision for Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, don't! Why are you going to bring Eurovision up, man? They cancelled in I know it's terrible. I, I can't believe. Well, I can believe that happened, but you know. But once you've defeated all eight of the East Tomia trials and you've defeated seven of the West Tomia gyms, you can make your way to the center to Moscow or Alpha, as we've called it, and you can go and fight the final type, the only one that hasn't been represented yet. Um, until the elite four obviously uh which is the fighting type gym where you can go and fight Ivor, who's obviously fucking ivan drago
1: oh well done okay
0: yeah ha- i had to get him in there uh, i was wondering when we were going to get to you <laughs> so once you beat all the gyms you can finally take on the elite four or the literal council of this region um this is where you find out as you're fighting through you're getting bits of story so as you're fighting Radburn, who's based on Rasputin and a psychic type leader, mm-hmm. you find, you're finding out that there's been essentially like cover ups and Team Riot don't act for themselves. They're actually being told to do this by the Tomir League. So it's all it's all a setup so that um, the champion called Abram can secure himself as the last champion of Tomir. So he can't be challenged if this kind of stuff carries on. But you've uh, proven yourself. You've gone off and basically represented every single corner of the Tomia region. And he has to recognize you. You can then make your way and fight um, Nikola, who's the ghost member of the Elite Four, who's based on the um, author Nikolai Gogol. Uh, you get Jagada, who's the fairy type, not based on anything. I just had, didn't, hadn't got fairies represented. And the last member of the Elite Four that you fight before fighting Champion Abram is Sergei the Dragon Tamer, who's based on Ivan Dragunov from Tekken. Oh yes, Sorry, Sergei Dragunov. Well done. Yeah, obviously he's the leader of the military, and uh, I think in my pre- yes, he is the father of Julia, who's the first gym leader. Wonderful. Uh, so once you've done that, um, you challenge Champion Abram. Uh, that's when Team Riot turns over the Legendary to Champion Abram, and he uses it on his team. Um, You beat him, uh, but he refuses to acknowledge your victory, and he attacks you with the Legendary again, but he loses control. Um, So the gem in the center of the Pokemon shatters, and it goes completely feral, and you're the only one standing with Pokemon to take it down. So you obviously beat it, you can capture it, or you can beat it and catch it again at a later point. Uh, But the final... Cutscene is you becoming champion. Uh, Team Riot figures out that they've been used as pawns and they rebel, they demask and they basically uninstall the current Pokemon League and they take over. The four. Um, sorry, the three admins and the leader of Team Riot become the new Elite Four. You become the new champion. And the final cut scene shows you watching an inauguration of all these people and kind of the dissolution of Team Riot and the old league and the formation of the new league in like a Red Square-inspired area of uh, Alphov. Uh, and you see a brand new wave of people coming to challenge you as the new region's champion. A couple of other bits before we finish off. Some places of interest that you might want to go to whilst you're traveling around the Tomia region include, when I find my notes, uh, in Alphav there is a mausoleum to previous champions. There is a metro, a battle metro. You can go and do all sorts of different battle challenges. It would work a little bit like the Battle Frontier. Um, there would be, oh, yes, the mechanic for this. So we've had Curry in... Uh, sword and shield and we had the malasadas and the berries in uh, alola Uh, this one it would be tonics because obviously i had to get a vodka reference in there Uh Um, and so instead of making like food you would make tonics for your pokemon you can do that at any point by setting up a camp whilst you're in east tomia in the instead Stedenkov, you can go to a giant palace which houses a it's a little bit (laughs) i hate to I hate to make it sound like I'm ripping you off here, but I'm really not. It houses a Pokemon World Championship where yeah. you can go and fight previous leaders. Um, in Kazan, which is... Oh, God, not Kazan. In Uniyuk, uh, you can go to uh, an altar which allows you to get legendary Pokemon from other regions because there's a temple of all religions in the actual town. So if we were going to have events for like... Dialga, Palkia, Arceus, Giratina, stuff like that. That's where you go to get other region's legendaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Nov, Not Novograd, which one is it? In Makenko, sorry. Uh, there is a theater there, and that's where you can do Pokemon contests. Um, other areas include a, uh, a monastery that used to be a prison, uh, which is based on a little island just off Obscuring. You can go there and fight other... Um, Evil teams, so like other leaders like Giovanni will show up there. Uh, and in the west area, there is side quest will include going to somewhere called the Whalebone Alley, which is like a Whale lord like monument kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, as well as going to find uh, like a mummy, which turns out to be a uh, like a souped-up totem coffer, Grigus. Cool. There we go. That is that's everything I've got. I'll be honest. The that kind of fell apart towards the end because we were getting to my kind of atomized ideas the ones that didn't really come together all that much but there you have it that is pokemon apex and pokemon abyss that was the tomia region and now i'm going to drink some water very well done. considering that
1: didn't exist a week ago that is very well thought out um Thank you, i think so the the story felt it felt legitimately russian if that makes sense like it's it it, it it wasn't as as all encompassing as your New Zealand one was, but I think that might have actually been of a benefit because it didn't. the, the New Zealand one, it kind of felt like it weighted it down just a little bit because there was so much going on. Whereas that one, I felt I felt ran a lot smoother and gives it a nice. The split. I was wondering when the split was going to come. It was like, is it is the wild area or post game? Is it? you can flip between the two i like that there is a storyline reason for sending you that way to go and do that stuff and it was a nice it's a nice middle ground of giving people what they want without forcing them into either you know sticking to the rigid old way of playing pokemon games or completely open-worlding it it was a
0: nice mix between the two i I think that's what i wanted to represent was both my favorite games which are gold and silver which had two different leagues you can go and battle which is what i really wanted um as well as having a here's the traditional side and here's the new side um and kind of blending that into the story was difficult it was weird to know at what point you stop doing the normal gyms and start doing the trials but then i was like oh okay well we'll just it's literally the middle act is going into the massive world um i'm assuming like thinking about it now that could be in a, a place where you put dlc it could be a place where you put multiplayer there's there's a lot of options given to you when you literally split it in half and go right that's the old bit that you know and love this is the new experimental bit that we're kind of pushing over there but also making it its own thing because yeah. that's the problem the wild area has is it's sandwiched between routes so yeah. I wanted to solve that by going right okay it here is here is, you know, it's Hyrule. Hyrule's over there and Kanto's over here. And that's the region. It is congruous in a sense of that the further over you go, the less typically Russian it gets, especially with the town names. Because they're all all the town names in West have all Russian suffixes like arv and ik and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the other towns in the rest of the region are named normally because it would have to be a more universal language because they would be you know, Mongolian and Kazakhstan and Japanese and French influence and all that. It's up, like there'd be plenty of shit over there.
1: Well, you're right, though, because I mean, for one country to touch both Finland, China, and, you know, everything in between is kind of mad. So, yeah, they're, they're going to have to. Because this is the thing that always catches me out. Whenever they do wrestling pay per views, there is a bit kind of when they're looking for a bit of filler where they'll just pan toward the international uh, commentary teams. And, the the Russian commentators, one of them is like unmistakably just a Chinese guy. But he's, <laughs> but then you are ever like, no, well it kind of encompasses Mongolia and Asia. It touches both Europe and Asia. So it's not all that strange to see them have so many different, you know, ethnicities represented in one culture. So that can be reflected in the town names, in the kind of setup of those towns, etc. 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 So no, I think considering the monumental task of having to dumb all of Russia down into a Pokemon region in a week. You have done very well there, Bo.
0: Yeah. Some would say it was folly to pick literally the biggest country in the world in terms of landmass and go, I could probably knock that out in six days. I mean, you could have done the Vatican and, and just, <laughs> <laughs> and so you a lot one of time. Team and you can't beat it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't beat God. Sorry. Uh, bye. Um, yeah. You could, you maybe could have picked somewhere like, cause I thought, well, if it's cold stuff, has he done Scandinavia?
0: That as was you a thought at one
1: point, yeah. Because, I mean, Scandinavia could be quite nice in terms of tripping up. Like, if I wanted to follow up New Fond with... No, not double battles, triple battles, because everyone loves those. They're the standard. Scandinavia would be the first and only port of call. Oh,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, it, it, I think you've done very... Considering the time constraints you had, you've done very well there.
0: Thank you very much. I... I honestly think, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say yours is better because you've had longer and it's more thought out, which is good. But I, I genuinely really enjoyed learning more about Russia's history and its roots and its traditions and how it's actually like a lot of Russian stuff that you think is Russian doesn't actually originate there. Mm. These, these, because um, I think Canada was more reflective for you because it's somewhere that like, you have a deep connection with and i was coming to this beforehand literally just knowing the fact that the ussr anthem is a meme and that's it but i think what the, i think i think you've done because even though you had shown amount time i think
1: you've actually gone more in depth with russian history whereas mine is more theme first and history second because it's it's not like like with the gyms i did go into each of the towns look at what their um their economies based on so toronto obviously is the big business and financial bit that's why that's reflected in that town and so on and so forth it feels more it's reflective of it's more reflective of both kalos and unova than it is a true representation of what canada is but i felt you have a unique set of circumstances there where you can play off two previously established regions and how they kind of came together to make a new one so i feel yours is maybe a better reflection of the country and its history and its backstory, whereas mine is an all-encompassing theme that runs through, well everything basically so they're just two different ways of skinning a cat and we want to know which way you would like to skin that cat
0: <laughs> you can let us know uh, by leaving comments if you're listening on soundcloud or you can go and find us on twitter that's a fucking segue for you um by finding me at that mike Owen, by firing down da- darren um, under the gutridge we're on twitter we're on instagram you can go and find us there you can also go and find the site and let us know who you think won this particular battle on facebook twitter and Instagram under the username foulent. that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, and you can also go to Spotify, SoundCloud, and I. I keep saying iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts now, um, and you can go and find part one of this, as well as other Pitch Intenses and our other Pokemon regions, all of which links will be in the description for that, and that just about does it, that is, is this our longest episode, because it's in two parts? I think it is.
1: I I would think so. I can't think of anything else that comes close, but nothing had this much content. I mean, I've been looking at fake accounts on Instagram until the cows come home. So, yeah, it could have been like, well, I just want to give a quick shout-out to a few of them. Actually, if you go to my Instagram account um, at The Guthrie's, you can also go and see all the ones I follow, um, which is about 10 of them. I didn't steal any ideas um, from them, but I, I did come close because there is actually one based on a hypothetical Uh, canada region uh called the ronto region that's the name of the region and also the name of the account thankfully they stopped posting in february and haven't posted anything new for a while because i was worried surely to god there's going to be some similarities uh here or there so um thankfully they stopped posting before they did that so that's good but you can go check them out there's loads of them on instagram everywhere you look there's a there's fake them on to go and look at. And they're all very well thought out. So do go give them a check here. But yeah, to, to answer the question, I think that's our longest one. If you've stuck with us all the way, thank you. Um, <laughs> because this might be what it be. We'll just do longer episodes, space further apart, as and when we have stuff to talk about. Yeah, that might be the new norm for a while, hadn't it? Probably. We are hard at work on other pitches. Uh, we've both got horror movies uh, cooking away nicely. A horror movie pitch uh, mine is basically done it's not great it needs um, <laughs> it needs it needs massaging but its it's out there in the world now so i can just i can fix it um but it, it's down on paper at the very least uh and then yeah, we we literally sat down just before this happened and kind of picked out um what pitches do we want to get done this year and now we have a perfect excuse to at least start on them
0: that That's true, although one of the ones we wanted to do, which I've started working on, is uh, pitch a female-led superhero movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then all of them got moved, so that's good.
1: Yep, literally, I mean, they even used it as an excuse to just announce Captain Marvel 2 out of nowhere, and Black Panther 2, both of which had not got, we didn't even know they had uh, dates to be bumped out of, but now we do
0: yeah all those untitled projects i mean jesus christ this if this carries on till summer if if this news way of life carries on i mean that's both black widow and wonder woman completely out the window which is really weird to me and not
1: ideal as we were hoping to piggyback on those to um to put that pitch out so that's annoying but uh yeah i it, everything's been pushed back so we're now not getting the eternals till next year which is very disappointed. I was looking forward to that. Uh, our end of year lists are going to be hilarious because we're now halfway through April and I've only seen four movies. Sucks for you, Darren. I watched 40 at the start of this year. Oh, you're good. You're fine. Okay, you I'm can fine. make a top 10. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. And I'm very much in danger of having um, the Harley Quinn movie be both the worst movie of the year and the fourth best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a horrible way to do that We have to do like a... We'll have to go to like a medal system or something, so that we can at least have someone that yeah. didn't finish. That makes sense. Oh god! Right then. Well, thank you very much for joining us uh, for these two episodes. Thank you for bearing with us whilst we kind of figured out how this would be even remotely possible. A lot of a lot of mine and Darren's chemistry chemistry is based on being in the same room and sharing jokes and all that. And it's it's not the best way to do this show which is a real shame but you know hopefully things will get better hopefully all of you out there are staying safe preferably fucking indoors for god's sake don't go out like you've got a reason to not go out now it's great just stay indoors play video games or listen to podcasts and that'll do it for this episode of pitch intense thank you for listening bye everybody bye